Snapshots are a pain in the butt. I really don't like them, but unfortunately, they are a necessary evil when you run a podcast. If you're listening to the ad and affiliate supported version of Mix and Some Magic, thank you. Your support helps keep Mix and Some Magic running. If you're listening to the ad free version on Patreon, thank you as well. Your monthly support is so appreciated and helps me with equipment costs, editing software, research materials for the show, and more. If you're interested in becoming a Patreon supporter, I'll put a link in the show notes. There are several membership options with the lowest being $5 a month. All Patreon supporters are invited to attend our monthly Disney book club as well. So come and join us. All right, that's enough of that. Let's get back to the episode. On this episode of Mix and Some Magic, I'm joined by my brother Matt and my sister-in-law Deidre to talk all about our latest visit to Disneyland. Matt and Deidre have four little kids and they are here to tell us what it's really like to visit Disneyland with little ones. We talk about everything from being prepared, waiting in long lines with little ones, and whether or not Genie Plus is actually worth the money. We tried it both ways, with Genie Plus and without. We're going to cover it all. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Melissa with Mix and Some Magic. I'm a Disney planning expert and I'm here to mix a little magic into your day. Each week I share Disney vacation planning tips, park strategies, and a little bit of Disney history sprinkled in. Of course, I like to include lots of Disney magic. Join me, let's mix in some magic. Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you're having a wonderful day. If you are watching this on YouTube or one of the podcast platforms that supports video, you'll be able to see that I have some Disney artwork hanging up behind me. I'm slowly but surely working on my Disney office, and that is a Neverland-themed picture painting. I don't know. It's Neverland. My office theme is Neverland, and there's my artwork on the back, my back wall back there. I'm super excited about it. Well, today I'm joined by my brother and sister-in-law, and they have a lot to say about their latest visit to Disneyland and what it's actually like visiting with little kids. Matt and Deidre have been to Disneyland a handful of times, but they definitely aren't regulars. It's not like they go every single week with their little kids. This trip took a lot of planning, a lot of effort, a lot of preparations, and they have a lot of great insight and knowledge to share with you when you're visiting with your small kids. But before we get into it, I want to talk about my Disney book club for February. This month, we are reading a book called Women of Walt Disney Imagineering that I am really excited about. In this book, 12 women reflect on their trailblazing theme park careers. So back in the 1950s, when Walt Disney started plans for Disneyland, there were not a lot of women in any line of work, especially at Disneyland. And so a lot of these women were pioneers with the Disney World and Disneyland parks and in Imagineering in general. I'm really excited to read this book. If you want to be a part of our Disney book club, I would love to have you. It's so much fun. All you have to do is sign up for our Patreon. It's $5 a month, and that gets you access to our Disney book club. 
And it also helps support Migs and some magic because Migs and some magic is free to listen to, but it is not free to create. So that helps support Migs and some magic. And you get to come hang out with me and a bunch of other people at Disney Book Club once a month and chat about Disney books. So much fun. So it's all held via Zoom. So you can just hop on your computer and hang out with us. It's a lot of fun. I hope you will join. I will put a link in the show notes so you can check it out. I have quite a few exciting things coming up. I've just been gazing at my calendar. I hung a big year calendar right over my desk and I've written things on it like my Disney trips. I've written when the holidays begin, when Halloween time begins, when food and wine festival starts, all kinds of things so I can just look up at my calendar and know what's going on in my world and the world of Disney. So that's been really helpful. But in a couple of weeks, I'll be heading to Disneyland. Well, not really Disneyland. I'll be heading to California. Of course, I'll stop by Disneyland. But I'm also going to be doing a bunch of hotel tours and going to Universal Studios Hollywood. I'm very excited about that. I love Universal Studios Hollywood. So that'll be really fun. Then I'll be home for three days and then I will be heading back to Disneyland to do a bunch more stuff around Anaheim and check out the Food and Wine Festival. Then I'll be home for about a week and then I'm heading to Disney World for a week where I'll be doing an after hours event, going to all four parks, staying at a couple different on-property hotels. It's going to be a whirlwind. Those three weeks are going to be just a whirlwind. Maybe four weeks. I don't know. I don't know. It's exciting, um, but that means I have to get all my ducks in a row before I go. So that's what I'm working on right now, getting my ducks in a row, which is why is it so hard? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, let's dive into this interview with my brother Matt and sister-in-law Deidre. You guys are going to love them. They're just the best. Let's take a quick break and then we'll get into it. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mixin' Some Magic. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to give a shout out to our amazing sponsor, Audible. I am now an Audible affiliate and I am so excited about it. I've been using Audible for years and I am really happy to have this chance to team up with a brand that I have loved and used for quite some time. If you love the magic of storytelling but find it hard to make time for reading, Audible is your perfect solution. With Audible, you can listen to a huge selection of audiobooks, podcasts, and more, all from the convenience of your favorite device. Whether you're into thrilling mysteries, self-help, or epic fantasy, Audible has something for everyone because they have thousands of titles available. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. But that's not all. Members also get full access to a growing selection of included audiobooks, Audible originals, and podcasts. You can download or stream included titles all you want. Most of our Disney Book Club selections are available on Audible, including this month's title. And here's the best part. I've teamed up with Audible to offer you an exclusive deal. 
By using my special link, you can get a free 30-day trial of Audible. That's right, 30 days of stories, knowledge, and entertainment absolutely free. If you love podcasts, and you must because you're here, I know you'll love Audible. Just visit www.audibletrial.com forward slash mix in some magic to start your free trial today. That's www.audibletrial.com forward slash mix in some magic. I'll also include a link for you in the show notes. It's a fantastic way to discover the joy of audiobooks and to support my podcast at the same time. Happy listening and thanks to Audible for making today's episode possible. I am here with my brother, Matt, and my sister-in-law, Deidre, and we just got back from Disneyland, and they're here to share their experience, because they have little kids, something that I don't have anymore, and so they have a whole different perspective on Disneyland that I'm excited to hear about, so thanks for being here, guys. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for inviting us. So why don't we start off with you guys telling everybody a little bit about yourselves and your family? Yeah, well, we are Deidre and Matt. We've been married for 12 years, and we have four kids. Our oldest two are girls, Lydia and Claire, 10 and 8. And then we have twins. We have three-year-old twins, boy and girl, Jack and Rory. And so we knew that our big girls, we call them, would be so thrilled and excited with the Disney trip, but we were, I especially was quite nervous about the twins and how they would be at Disney and how they would be in the lines and all that kind of stuff. But it turned out to be really great, which I'm sure we'll talk about. And anyway, with all four kids, especially those twins, it's always, it's always an adventure at our house and in our family. It's lots of fun. They're so cute. They're all so cute. And it was so fun to see them. At Disneyland. Yeah, it, it's pretty great. And it was cute because, like, the babies, oh, we're not supposed to call them babies anymore. They get mad. They do get mad. Well, we all we all call them babies. And they're three, but we can't help it. I don't know. They're the babies. They're the babies. Well, the babies, they don't have any frame of reference for Disneyland because they've never been there. You say Disneyland, they have no idea. No. What you're they talking about. They what we were talking about. Not at all. No, they thought, I mean, they thought that the drive there in the parking lot was like from the the airport shuttle was Disneyland that's what they thought Disneyland was they were so thrilled to be there they thought the airplane was Disneyland they thought the airport was Disneyland I mean every the the override was Disneyland every single thing that we did was Disneyland so they were just really happy to be there you guys could have just ridden the airport shuttle and then turned around and gone home. Called it a day. Yeah, call it a day. We could have just gone to the gas station and they would have been like, that was the best. <laughs> They're so cute. Okay, so you guys have been planning this Disneyland trip for a really long time, but you didn't tell your kids right away. So when did you tell your kids? So we we told them on Christmas. It was part of their Christmas present that they were going to Disneyland. A few months before Christmas. 
Lydia and Claire mentioned that the only Christmas present they wanted was to go on a family trip with everybody. We were we were in Costco and there was a a billboard of like a you know a vacation getaway on your vacation. And Lydia was like, I really just want to go on a vacation for Christmas. And we said, Well, would you be willing to give up all your presents to go on a vacation? And she was like, Yeah. She's like, I don't need any presents. Like I just want a vacation. And so we started looking around and planning kind of like what vacation we wanted to do and how we wanted to look, especially with Jack and Rory, our twins. And we decided that a Disney trip would they get the most out of a Disney trip out of any other mm-hmm. vacation that we would take as a family. And so we wanted to be part of Christmas. So we saved it for Christmas morning to actually tell them. And we, uh, we ended up wrapping up. Oh, do you have that little calendar? Oh yes. We had this calendar that we bought and it's the Disney countdown calendar and it's really cute. And it, you know, counts down where you can know exactly how many days they have left. And we wrapped yeah. that in a box and we actually kept making, we would wrap it in a smaller present. Yeah, we wrap this in a tiny little box. Yep. And then wrap that box, another box and that box yeah. and another box. And so it was a big present that they had to open like 10 different presents to actually get down to the smaller little box. Yeah. And then at first they didn't understand what it was. They opened up the box and they saw the Disney countdown and they were kind of like, oh. Yeah. And we had ears in there too. And they kind of like didn't get it at first. And then they were like, were we going to Disneyland? And- yeah, like, they're like, they're, they like they're like Disney countdown. Like, what's it counting down to? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> and we had it on the like I think we were like twenty days out or something, and so we had it on twenty one days or something, and so we had it on that. They're like twenty one days till what? And we're like, what do you <laughs> think? Like, what do you think it's counting down to? <laughs> yeah, and then they found out and just lost. Mm-hmm. And we're so excited. Yeah, jumping up and down and yeah, so pumped. And when the big girls are excited, the twins are excited. So they were jumping up and down, had no idea what it was, but the big girls were happy. So the babies were happy. So it was exciting. I love it. Well, a few weeks before the trip, then I was driving with Claire and Lydia and Lydia was like, you go to Disneyland all the time and it's not fair. And she said, you have to promise me right now that you're not going to go to Disneyland again unless I'm with you. (laughs) And my next trip was with you guys. And so I was like, I solemnly swear that I will not go to Disneyland again until I'm with you. Yeah. And I kept my promise. It was so cute. It was so fun. Because <laughs> she had no idea that she was going to Disneyland. She hadn't, it wasn't Christmas yeah. yet, but it just worked out. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. We did we did end up getting them other presents for Christmas. As oh, well. yeah, that's nice. But we yeah. did we did keep reminding them that one of their presents was a huge trip coming up that they hadn't experienced yet. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, did you do anything special to kind of prep your kids for the Disneyland trip? Yeah, we did. I have learned my lesson with shoes (laughs) the hard way that I feel like that was kind of the biggest thing. Um, I needed to make sure that I had good shoes for my kids to wear that were broken in and were ready to be worn. So we had two pairs of shoes for each kid, of course, checking the weather, making sure that we had the, you know, we weren't wearing sandals in January and, you know, preparing them that way with clothes, of course, you know, making, you know, this was fun to prepare them this way so that they could get excited about it. Visualize. Um, visualize and that kind of thing. A couple of years ago, we took a Disney world trip and Deidre didn't come prepared with the right shoes. No. And we ended up having to go to Walmart 
after the first day and she bought Crocs, like the generic Crocs that were like $10. And yeah. she wore those with two pairs of socks for the rest of the trip because those were the only shoes that yeah. didn't rub. So she spent the entire Florida trip in Crocs. In Crocs. And yeah, so I have learned the hard way. So like we went and I got tennis shoes for each kid like early on and we were just wearing them, wearing them, wearing them so that they would be like so that they wouldn't rub we had like special like foot stuff what's it called like the foot stuff yeah just some runner's cream that if you start getting a blister yeah you put it on to yeah. help alleviate it of course texting you every other day and saying <laughs> what do i need like what kind of things do i need this kind of backpack what kind of this we were checking the weather and so we were so prepared with we had like rain suits like head to toe stuff for each person and that was really amazing that just helped us enjoy the rainy days because we really did like we were prepared and when you're prepared for whatever happens then you can be happy even when it's rainy and cold because you're not wet and cold well you guys were super prepared I was impressed you had like everything you needed I loved that you had two pairs of tennis shoes for each kid because you don't know what's going to happen to those tennis shoes during the day they might get soaked and then you're like shoot now we have to yeah, i mean the first day we had some wet shoes and we put them by the heater at the hotel that night and the next morning they weren't dry yet so yeah. if you only had one pair of tennis shoes the kids would have been wearing wet shoes the next morning yeah because they just don't have enough time to dry right yeah right. that's smart or if you show up and your kid does get blisters from a pair of shoes and you can switch out to a different pair yeah. So helpful. Yeah. But you did show your kids some Disney movies, especially the twins. So they would kind of like get to know That's who true. characters were. Right? You're right. That is true. We started, we kind of tried doing like the Disney classics, which when I say Disney classics, I mean like the Toy Story, you know, yeah, the old, the classics, you know, we're talking about the, you know, the Toy Story and the Little Mermaid, um, the original and that kind of stuff. And that was really fun because Jack and Rory really latched on to like Woody and Buzz and they loved Woody and Buzz, which was fun because they got to meet Buzz Lightyear, which we can talk about, but that was so, so much fun. So we started showing them movies. We showed them Winnie the Pooh, which they really, really loved. What else? Did we do anything like, this was kind of funny, but I, Rory hates her car seat and she is such a pill about it and so I started saying things like I'm sorry but we have to buckle like when because she just throws such a fit with buckling and I say well I'm you know they have to buckle you really tight at Disneyland and somehow that would like help with the tantrum I was like this is helping you for Disneyland at Disneyland they buckle you really tight and she's like well guess if Disneyland does it <laughs> I was preparing her for Disneyland <laughs> that's cute we already talked about being prepared, but were there any other things you brought from home that you were like, oh, thank goodness we brought this? Yeah, we brought a few things. I mean, one, we were really nervous about Jack and Rory losing them in the park because yeah. they're three. And so they just, they run everywhere, they get distracted and they can get so busy. And if you're not paying attention, it's so easy to turn around and then your three-year-old's yeah. gone. And so we bought on Amazon some kind of medical identification wristbands that we could put on each of them that they couldn't rip off that had our name and number written on it. And so, you know, we've heard about people writing on arms with Sharpies and things like that, but 
we liked having an actual wristband, especially now because they're wearing sweatshirts and coats and rain gear. And so someone might not look to on their arm if they're lost, yeah. but you could still see the wristband, which I really liked it. Yeah. We never had to use it. We didn't lose anybody ever, but just having that peace of mind that there's something else in place. Yeah. If you were to lose them with those wristbands was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's smart because they're too little to be like, oh, look, my mom's number's written on my arm. They wouldn't have even thought of that at all or remembered it. So I thought that was really smart. Mm -hmm. We even put, there's those Apple AirTags that you can use. We even had those hooked on the inside of their jackets for a couple of days. So if they ever were lost, you'd be able to pull out your phone and see where in the park they were. Yeah. We didn't use them the whole time, but the first couple of days we did just in case. Yeah, they were on one pair of their jackets, so... But we never lost anybody. That's pretty good. We didn't even come close to losing any. Like, I don't even, there wasn't even a near miss. Like we, we had locked down. Yeah. <laughs> I think three adults to four kids is a good ratio. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, the big girls, they weren't going to wander off. So you didn't have to worry about them. That's true. Very nice. Well, were there any specific shows or rides or like character experiences that stood out as like must do? For you guys with your little kids? Yeah. Well, like we talked about, Jack and Rory were really excited about Toy Story since we had watched those movies beforehand. And so one of the times when we were in California Adventures, I was with the twins and we were just walking by and Buzz had just come out. And so that was really exciting because they got to see Buzz. Jack was not so sure about any seeing any of the characters, but Rory was pretty excited and she got a little bit shy at the end, but they were really excited about the Toy Story characters. Rory was funny with characters because half the people she met, she didn't even know who they were. Yeah. But she could just tell that it was somebody that she should admire and respect and look up to. Right. Like the look on her face when she met... Um, Raya. Raya. Yeah, Raya. She has no idea who Raya is. No. But like she was just starstruck by this person yeah she kept putting her hands together and the look in her face was just she just knew that this was somebody Mm -hmm. that she needed to look up to and love Mm -hmm. and she had no idea what it was right well any anytime you have to wait in line to meet a person they must be important (laughs) true that's true and i think um mickey mickey and minnie we didn't get to see minnie but mickey mouse was a big one too they Mm -hmm. both jack and rory were really excited about that and that was a big one they were really excited to see Mickey Mouse. Again, Jack, I think Jack was a little bit more hesitant, but Rory was really thrilled with meeting Mickey Mouse and going through his whole house was really cute and sweet when we were there in Toontown. You know, I asked the big girls, like, do you want to see any characters, like any princesses? And they weren't really, they weren't, they really weren't too interested in any of it. <laughs> but then randomly, we were there during Lunar New Year, and so they had yeah. uh, different characters out, like Mulan and Mushu. And all of a sudden, Lydia heard that Mushu was there, and she was just so... She, just, she really wanted that. to meet Mushu. Right. And she had never... All of a sudden, she said Mulan was her favorite. Well, I think the whole warrior princess thing was really cool. Uh-huh. And so the fact that Mulan and Raya were there, the, the warrior princess kind of thing, was like, that's cool. And so that was really great timing that we didn't plan at all, but they were like, yeah, we're into that. So the big girls were like super into the warrior princess theme kind of there. So they were really excited about that. But as far as other characters, and we did see them, you know, throughout the park and we did run into Merida 
and she's sort of warrior-ish. And so they were kind of like, oh yeah, we'll see her too. You know, and the the character meeting I know can be a really big thing for some families really waiting in lines. And I saw some families had notebooks and that's like a big part of Disney trips for some families. Our kids really weren't, you know, our twins weren't really the age and they just, it wasn't really huge for them. Our big girls weren't super interested in it. We did it if it like kind of, I don't know, when they cared, we did it. And if they didn't, we didn't. But the times where we could do it, it was really fun for them. So did, uh, I can't remember what it's called, the drawing, the animation uh, academy. The animation academy. That was really fun to see. Yeah. Lydia and Claire really liked that, taking time out to draw and to, to try. And it was really cute watching Rory trying to keep up that's what true he was doing. She, yeah she was trying so our jack didn't really care he was just had crayons out and was just scribbling and doing whatever he wanted to do but rory was trying so hard to follow along with what they were doing and we took a picture of her drawing of baymax and you would never know that it was baymax if you were just to look at it but but you really, can kind of tell she was trying so hard she yeah you was. can see the loops and the yes i will say you know you can you can show up to disneyland and you kind of think like okay it's about the rides you know, okay, we need to go to the rides, we need to go do this, but there is so much to Disneyland, so many other things, the the shows that you can go see, like, the Disney Junior, like, dance party kind of thing, like, our twins love that, and even our big girls, I was gonna say, big girls went to the back, and they were, like, super dancing, they were, they were, like, yeah, they kind of didn't want to be, like, 10-year-old and our 8-year-old were dancing more than, <laughs> yes, they were into it, and, like, there are so many fun shows to go see. So if it's like rainy or if it's super hot or whatever, like to take a little break, that is big. And those are things that I didn't even know were like part of Disneyland, but you are missing out on some things. If you don't find some fun, like shows or like the interactions, like the, the animation Academy or whatever it is, like those are really fun things to do. Yeah. We, I think, and I think those were some of the funnest things for our twins to do. Mm -hmm. Um, they they did really like the rides, certain rides, but like I think they really enjoyed those. Yeah, some of the most for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a nice way to just stop being in line to just true, do some so other things. I you could really do it a whole day with kids and not go on a single ride and still feel like you were doing a ton of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And just and be entertained. Like have a really fun time the whole day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep, yeah, you totally could. Okay. Let's talk about waiting in lines though. It can be hard with little kids and big kids and adults. So what kind of things did you guys do to keep your kids entertained while waiting in those long lines? Yeah, I think overall, I think our kids did really well. I think we were prepared for, especially with Jack and Rory, we, before we left, we bought a few different kinds of candy, right? We bought Dum Dum, yeah. bought Smarties, and we bought fruit snacks. Fruit snacks. And we had just a variety prepared so that just whenever loaded them up, whenever it was time to wait in line, you know, we had them a dumb dumb or you had them fruit snacks, you had them something. And that seemed to help, especially Jack and Rory, yeah. quite a bit. Well, I was shocked that they loved the dumb dumb suckers so much because they had like five full days of dumb dumb suckers. And by day three, I'm like, these are going to lose their value at some point and you're they're not going to be like, oh, yes, a dumb, dumb sucker will solve all my problems. Yeah, but sure. it always did every single time. <laughs> well, and it was nice because dumb dums take a minute to eat. You know, it's not a really quick, you know, yeah. they suck on it and they yeah. take a few minutes to eat. And so it takes up their time. <laughs> and even Smarties, 
with their little hands. It took them a minute to like unwrap it and grab each individual Smarty and do that. And those are things that they don't have like on a normal basis. You know, they don't, we don't, we don't really have those around the house. And so those are quite novel to them. And so I think they were, yeah, that was like a big deal for them to have those. I feel like being strategic about when you held Jack and Rory was also kind of critical in lines. You know, sometimes we were holding them and sometimes we'd put them down and then switching back and forth between holding them and putting them down (laughs) was pretty helpful to kind of give them opportunities to be held (laughs) and to be sitting down. And then we also, with the younger ones, Deidre made a good point. We were talking about this um, when she was waiting in line for Winnie the Pooh. She kind of made it a point that, you know, Jack and Rory are three. They're at Disneyland. They're waiting in line for an attraction like Winnie the Pooh. And it's okay to let your three-year-old be a three-year-old in line, right? Like they don't need to be, have all their manners put together and, you know, they can be silly. They can be fun. They can be being little kids and they can kind of run around a little bit and, you know, play in line. And I I think it's kind of important to remember that your three-year-old will be a three-year-old or your four-year-old will be a four-year-old and you're at Disneyland. So it's okay to yeah they're kind of silly in line and playing and moving around and you know like i think they had the little toys that you had given them which was also a really great little hack they had like the little figurines um and they were it was just like little toys from a happy meal or something mm-hmm. yeah. and that they just loved so much and so they were driving them on the on the ground or driving them you know on the railing or whatever it was and so you know, me and the twins were honestly taking up like, I don't know, 10 feet worth of line. Right. (laughs) But we were in the Winnie the Pooh line and I mean, we're at Disneyland and it's the Winnie the Pooh line and they're three. Mm -hmm. And there was, you know, a lady behind us and she was kind of anxious to keep the line moving. And so she had, you know, she reminded me a few times like, ma'am, the, you know, the line moved and it was like, I understand. Yes. And I kind of would just say, thank you you know okay thank you but it's like it's okay if my three-year-olds like take a little bit of time to move up in line because like we're all gonna get on the line like we're all gonna get on the ride we're in line for Winnie the Pooh like this isn't the White House like they don't need to be like you know in line it's okay like Disneyland is literally for them like the Winnie the Pooh ride is for them it's okay for us to take a little bit of time in line and so like I think to remember that like kids can still have fun in line and they don't need to be like super quiet we don't need to be like super still and super whatever and it's still important to be polite and you know know that there's still people around you don't need to scream and flail your arms everywhere but it's okay for kids to still be kids because you're at Disneyland so it's okay for sure I feel like with our older girls we would have a little bit more fun with our older girls. Like we played a few games in line where, you know, I'm thinking of a, a Disney movie or, you know, name that Disney movie type thing. Or we even downloaded the charades game on the phone that you can put on your forehead and guess, you know, what's going on. And, and they really liked that. We, we made up a really silly one, one time where it was, you had to act out a Disney movie and the people had to guess what action you were doing. And we kind of just made it up and everybody in line was just watching us as we were <laughs> acting out, you know, the the Lion King <laughs> presenting Simba moment. But it was just kind of fun and silly and our kids loved it. And it was funny. Lydia and Claire really wanted to be involved in our conversations the whole time in line, which was fun and also kind of hard because sometimes you want to talk about adult things 
But they kept reminding us. They kept saying, don't talk about adult things. Like, talk to us instead. And there, yeah. was, there was one time in particular, Melissa, where you and me were in line for Autotopia. And I think it said like a 30-minute wait or something. And it ended up being, I can't remember, 90 minutes or something stupid. Something really long. It was so long. <laughs> and you did such a good job just talking about the history of Disneyland and, you know, what Disneyland was like on opening day and what attractions were available to people. And they loved that. Like, they just, they were listening really intently on all those stories. And so... You know, I think for older kids, they also just want to talk to you. They want to be with you. They want to interact with you. And so mm-hmm. the more you can involve them in your conversation and stories and things and games, the more memorable it'll be. Because I think looking back, those will be the times they also remember is just hanging out in line and talking with mom and dad and yeah. hanging out with you and spending time with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. See, you like made memories in the worst part of Disneyland. While you're waiting in long lines and you remember it fondly. One of my very favorite memories from one of our family trips is waiting in long lines because my kids are older and they don't play like, I mean, they don't play like toys like they used to, but when they're together in a line, especially at Disneyland, I don't know, they usually don't have their phones out much, but they talk to each other and they tease each other and they play together and they have fun together and interact in a way that they don't usually do at home because they're busy doing their own teenager things. And so I have really fond memories of waiting in lines at Disneyland too. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. It doesn't have to be all bad, right? (laughs) Right. Okay. What attraction or ride did each of your kids enjoy the very most? What was their favorite? Yeah. Let's see. Our big girls loved, loved Incredicoaster. And that one always seemed to be a pretty reasonable wait, too. It did. Mm-hmm. It like, we, hit, we hit it at, like, a really good time. Yeah, it never was too long, so we were able to kind of run, ride it multiple times. Yeah, so that one's at California Adventures. They loved Guardians of the Galaxy. They loved Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. And, yeah, they loved the fast ones like that. Oh, what's the Rise of the Resistance? Is that what this Star Yeah, the Star Wars one. one. They really liked that one. Our twins loved, like I said, they really loved kind of like the shows too, like doing those kinds of things, like where they kind of got to get out and dance and move their bodies, kind of those things. Although they loved so much the Mater ride. Junkyard Jamboree. Junkyard Jamboree. Yeah, that, uh-huh. that one got the biggest reaction out of them, I think. Out of both of them. Uh-huh. So just laughing so much. They both loved it so, so much. And Rory would not let anyone put their arm around her. She was like <laughs> sliding all the way across that bench and you could not like steady her. She could, she would say, get your arm away, get your arm away. Cause you could not steady her. She just wanted to be sliding around. They didn't like Matterhorn very much. Lydia and Claire weren't big fans of Matterhorn. No, they didn't. They, they felt like it was too like too jerky. jerky for them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you guys went on the Tomorrowland side. So you got the extra jerky side. Yeah. But it's wild. And I will say, I agree. That was my first time on Matterhorn. And I've been to Disney, I think that was my fourth time now. And that was my first time on Matterhorn. And I think I agree. That was a little jerky. I'm okay to, I've done it now and I don't need to do it again. We asked Claire what her favorite ride was and she randomly threw out, um, Toad's Wild Adventure. Oh, we kind of looked at her and we're like, really? Are you sure? And she's like, yeah, like, yeah that's, what I'm, that's what I'm going with. That's not my number one. And we're like, okay. Okay. Perfect. So you never know. Although that's true. That's true. 
she she loved Indiana Jones. Lydia did not like Indiana Jones, but Claire loved Indiana Jones too. What about you two? Did you guys have favorites? You know, it's interesting as we're getting older because we're realizing that our favorite rides from when we were younger aren't our favorite rides. Like Deidre used to love Space Mountain. And this time she was like, man, she's like, that one made me feel a little bit sick. Yeah, Just having to like, like, not knowing when the turn was coming up and feeling... Um, yeah I'm like I'm old apparently like I can't do that one I I love pirates I think it's silly and I think there's a lot of nostalgia in pirates Mm -hmm. that I just look forward to and you know it's not a wild ride but I just think it's kind of fun and um looking forward to it and Lydia took some convincing to go on pirates but I think she liked it too yeah in the end yeah um so pirates is obviously super fun I I mean Guardians of the Galaxy and and Incredicoaster I love Indiana Jones love Indiana Jones and I really love any ride where I like look over at my kids and they are just like just having such a good time I will go on that ride over and over and over again like it's just the best that's whatever ride my kids are loving is my favorite ride yeah <laughs> that's perfect yeah it's so much fun Well, sometimes kids can get nervous riding on certain attractions, and we ran into that on our trip. So how did you handle kids being afraid to go on rides? Yeah. You did such a good job. (laughs) Did I do such a good job? You did. Well, you got her to ride it. Yeah. Well, our oldest, Lydia, she's 10, and she was so nervous to go on Guardians of the Galaxy it was like she would kind of flip back and forth like okay all right I can do it Melissa and me and Lydia and Claire were together you had gone back with the twins to grab something at the hotel so and Claire had been on Guardians before and she had loved it and so we're like let's do it because we wanted to go on it so let's all right let's do it and Lydia is afraid of heights she says and so she was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do it, but okay, I'll do it. And so the whole way, the whole walk there, she was like, oh, I don't know, but okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. And we get in line and then she decides like, oh, I don't want to do it. I'm like, well, we're in line. Dad's not here. You're, you know, we're not just going to leave you out. So we're all going to do it. Let's like, let's do it. And she just decides she's so afraid. And we're talking like tears. We're talking really serious tears. Meltdown. <laughs> just meltdown like crazy and just crying. And she wants to call dad. She wants to this. And, and I kind of it's hard because you know you're at Disneyland and you think this is supposed to be you know this is a vacation this isn't force you to do the hardest thing ever in your life right you know is this really the time where I'm gonna be like no you have to do this hard thing no this is like supposed to be a really fun family like happy family vacation do I really need to like force you to do this hard thing it kind of seems a little counterintuitive but you know I kind of thought this is also a controlled, safe environment. You know, this is really such a low stakes situation where she can try something that is scary for her that um, is making her very nervous. Like she was, she was scared, <laughs> very obviously to everyone around us. She was very scared to do this. And I just, so I just said, look, you're really scared. What's the worst thing that could possibly happen on this ride? You know, because you're, we're obviously going to be safe. You know, there's no, there's no chance that we're going to get hurt on this ride. So what's the worst thing that is going to happen? You're going to have a terrible time because you're scared and, and you're going to hate it. 
that's it. Like you're going to absolutely hate it. And I said, or you're going to like it. Like those are the two things. And neither of those things are bad. You can do things that you totally hate and then you never have to do it again. It's okay for you to try things and hate it. It's okay for you to try things that are scary and that like make you just uh, and then hate it. And then for you to never do it again. That is a good, that is a totally fine thing for you to try. And I just kind of felt like, you know, being with me and at Disneyland, it felt like, and with the promise of a churro afterward, you know, it felt like a very like safe, low stakes place for her to practice doing something like that. So Mm -hmm. I just kind of felt like now is a really good time to kind of push this lesson. It felt somehow like a life lesson. And so that's kind of what it came down to. Like, we're going on Guardians of the Galaxy. It paid off. <laughs> it paid off. She loved it. She, she I think she went on it five times or yeah. four or five times throughout the couple of days. And- like, we hadn't even, we hadn't even unbuckled from the, the ride. We, we got on there, we went on the ride, and we hadn't even unbuckled. And she leaned over to me and she said, Mom, thank you so much. That was amazing. And I'm like, huh? And then she said, but you still owe me a churro. (laughs) And I was like, let's go get a churro. So I was relieved. I was so relieved because I was ready for her to be like, I hated it. I hated it. And that would have been okay too, because sometimes that happens and that's life. But, you know, sometimes you try things and you hate them. And I think that kids also, it's okay for kids to try things and hate them. Mm-hmm. And it's okay for that to happen at Disneyland. What a great place for that to happen. Like Disneyland's a perfect place for that to happen because then you get to go do something awesome that they love too, you know, and they also get a churro. Well, that I think that's a good perspective to have. When we got in line for Guardians, then it was a 40 minute wait. And Lydia cried for the first like 35 minutes, not sure if she could do it. And then at the 35 minute mark, she was like, okay. I can do this. And then the cast members came on and told us that a good portion of the ride had broken and we were going to be in line longer than was anticipated. And we were like, oh no. And I was like, how is she going to handle this? Because she was still nervous, but she was, she had got it together. But I I was thinking we can't leave the line because she's already committed to do it. And so if we leave, I don't know if we're ever going to get her back to this point. Right, right. And so we stuck it out and we waited 90 minutes for that stinking ride so long. And as we were waiting, I kept thinking at some point she's going to be like, this is a long time. And then she's going to fall apart again, especially yeah. as we got closer and closer. But she never did. Yeah. She just decided she was going to do it. And she didn't No more tears. The last half, right. more than the last half, the whole last hour, no. she was totally fine. Didn't act nervous at all. And we made it. Yep. We made it. And it was worth it. It really was. I'm so glad. I'm so glad we did that. Me too. It was very awesome. Yeah. Well, as you know, everywhere you go at Disneyland, there are things to buy. There's stuff everywhere. A lot of rides put you into their own souvenir shop. So how did you navigate souvenirs and kids when they want to buy every single thing that they see? How did you guys do that as a family? Yeah, that was tough especially because our eight-year-old Claire had forgotten her stuffed animal to sleep with like 
when she was packing. And so she wanted to buy one like every second, like the first day she was like, all right, I've got to buy one. We were kind of like, no, we want you to, you know, that's like one of the last things we do is like, we're going to buy a souvenir. So it was kind of hard to hold her off, but that was kind of what we had talked about beforehand. We said, mom and dad will buy each person a souvenir. And we had told them an amount. This is how much we will spend. And we could tell the big girls, the you know, an amount. And they were able to, since they're big enough to understand, like, you get to pick out whatever you want. And this is how much we'll pay. So that was good. And they also have their own money that they could bring, that they could buy whatever they wanted to. I think the way that we were able to navigate it was just to be okay with our kids being disappointed with things. It was okay to say no to things. Like, yeah. And I think we also set them up. We told them that we would buy it at the end. At the end. That they, we, mm-hmm. we really wanted them to see everything that was available to mm-hmm. them and everything they had. And I think that helped because we can look at something and say, oh my gosh, that's an amazing that's souvenir. That's so cool. Let's, let's remember let's that. Let's come back later if that's what you still yeah. want. And I feel like that helped too because it wasn't just like, I want this, I want this. Because we could kind of say, well, hold on. Let's wait until we yeah. and see. And so that was like disappointing for them, but it was like, let's write it down. Let's remember what it is. But yeah, I mean, they're just like bombarded with all these amazing things because it's Disneyland. Everything's amazing. They want everything. I totally understand. But, you know, this we're waiting until the end. This is how much money you have. You can spend your own money on things. And then that's what it was. And it turned out to be really great. Yeah. I will say, however, though, the bubble wands were one thing I was glad we bought early for the yeah. twins. They love those. Those were worth every penny. Yeah, we got those. I think it was day two at California Adventures. I can't remember. Yeah. It was really early on, though. And they loved those things. Jack would just hold the button down. Or he would flip it on and just hold it just and hold just it. walk. And just watch all the bubbles came out. I think we went through seven refills one day. <laughs> that was our max. We went through seven. In of- one day? Yeah, we did. In, in oh. one day, I realized how quickly we were going to run out. And I went and bought them. And I think they were $2 a piece. And we bought seven of so them. Expensive. And we went through all of them. And we, we started limiting them where they could only do it once. They could only turn it on once they got into the stroller. Yeah. And so that helped a little bit. Because then, you know, they looked forward to getting into the stroller. And they could turn it on. Yep. But we went through seven. <laughs> their souvenir. And that was their it. souvenir. And oh, this is the perfect souvenir. They loved it. Yeah. And they were nice because they're also young enough that they would walk into a gift shop. They would see something cute. We would talk about how amazing it was. And then we would tell them to put it back. And they were they weren't quite old enough to understand that they could have it if we just would buy it for them. Yeah. It was kind of like, oh, that's really fun. You could see it for a second and then put it back. And that was nice because they weren't quite old enough yet to realize that it actually could be theirs. That's true. If we bought it for so them. So sometimes we would take a few minutes in a gift shop and just let them play, you know, play mm-hmm. with it. And we'd say, oh my goodness, this is so fun. And they would play with it for a minute and then say, okay, we'll come back and play later, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of how we were able to manage it with the little ones because we were always going to come back later. And honestly, we always did because you can't get out of there without mm-hmm. stepping foot in six more gift shops <laughs> that day, you know? And so there was always time to play with more things and that seems to be good enough for them. For and then sure. with the promise of going back to their bubble wand was good enough to get them out of whatever we yeah, needed to. For sure. That's all they needed was the bubble wands. Yeah. 
Yep. Okay, we kind of talked about character interactions a little bit, but did any stand out as your favorite? I think the the video we have of Buzz is the cutest one because Rory goes up to him and wants to do high five and then cut the pickle. And that was really cute, seeing Buzz do cut the pickle Yeah, with Rory. That might have been my favorite to see. That was so cute. Because when Buzz cuts the pickle, then Rory does tickle tickle. Yep. And so then... Rory holding her little tiny fingers out to cut the pickle and Buzz cuts the pickle. She says, tickle, tickle. Oh my goodness, it's so cute. She got a little nervous about it, but it was really adorable. Although I loved meeting Mickey because she really was like just so starstruck. Oh, and that was so, that was really sweet. So I did love seeing Mickey too. For sure. Yeah. Very cute. So we were visiting for five days and we didn't use Genie Plus for four of them, but we did use Genie Plus on our last day. Mm-hmm. So what did you think of it? Did you, I mean, it's expensive for sure, but did you think yeah. it was worth the cost? Did it make that big of a difference in our day that it was worth it to you? I think it was, especially that last day when we were really trying to get every ride in that we wanted to, you know, yeah. ride the ones that we wanted to ride again or the ones that we hadn't hit. I don't know if I would personally do it if I was there for five days, if I would do it every single one of the five days, that right. would be really expensive. Mm-hmm. And you have five days. So going the, the, the beautiful thing about going for five days is you have time to go at a slower pace, right? With little kids, especially mm-hmm. you're not trying to rope drop and then stay all the way until the park closes because the kids would just be so exhausted. And so you can take your time and then spend the first few days going on the rides you want to go on and then use Genie Plus later to hit rides again and, you know, do some of the things you might've missed out on. Right. I will say it was nice. We did get rain. And so that did help a little bit in terms of how long the waits were. Right. The line. So control, that yeah. did help for sure. Cause we were able to go on a lot of rides during the rain without having to wait too long. But even with the rain, I mean, there was a lot of rides that were still 45, 60 minute wait times. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I feel like going it on it for the first time, it's worth the 45, 60 minute wait. But then if you want to go two or three times, it's nice to then go back with Genie Plus where you're not having to wait for 60 minutes yeah. to go again. So I think if we were to do it over, I think I, would, I wouldn't change anything. I would yeah. do Genie Plus one of the days, but maybe not the first or second day. I agree. I think, I think it was worth it to do it on day five. It's really, it it's expensive. It's kind of a hard pill to swallow after you've spent so much on your Disney trip. Yeah. Day one, you're so excited. It's okay to wait in a line when it's day one or two, even three, but you know, when you're trying to finish up your trip and you want to hit those rides that you loved so much and you want to make sure that you squeeze in the ones that are your favorites, that it was worth it to me to spend that money. And, um, it, yeah, it was worth it to, to spend, to do it on that last day. Well, and it was nice because, your girls didn't know it even existed until the last day. Yeah. And so that last day they were like, wait, we get to go in a faster line. And they were so thrilled. Every ride, they're like, we get to go in the fast line on this one. We're like, yeah, we're waiting five minutes for Autopia instead of an hour. Like we did the other night. And then they were like, well, this is amazing. But if you did that on your first day and then you didn't do it, then that would be so, so terrible. Right. It would be a big disappointment. Uh Uh-huh. Totally agreed. Yeah. But it was a good way to end the last day. Absolutely. 
All right. So as you know, visiting Disneyland with kids can be really tricky and hard. Were there any unexpected challenges or surprises that you ran into during the trip, things that were hard? You know, we were pretty prepared for a lot of scenarios. You know, we were prepared for the rain. We were prepared to wait in long lines. And so we had mentally prepared ourselves that it was going to be hard. One thing that I was surprised about, and we talked about this while we were there, you know, it's it's exhausting, right? I mean, your kids aren't used to walking 20,000 steps a day and waiting in long lines and all this kind of thing. It was interesting. I feel like on day two, or maybe it was day three, I can't remember, it was a little bit of a low point physically for our kids. Their feet hurt. They were tired. You know, they were just having a hard time. They had been staying up late and waking up early and eating sugary foods, and they were having a really hard time. And it was a little bit of a low point, but what surprised, we were ready for that. We were prepared for that. But what surprised me is all of a sudden, day four and five, it's like their bodies were used to them being there. You know, their their feet didn't hurt anymore, and they got a good night's sleep, and they were mentally prepared for waiting in the lines and they they kind of got what Disney was all about at that point and they kind of got in line with what was going to actually happen. And so that was kind of surprising for me is I kind of felt like by day four, I was like, oh, we could do this. We could do this another week. I was like, like where's the seven day pass? Yeah, it's like Can everyone everyone feels good. Like everyone's happy. No one's complaining anymore. We're used to it. Like we have it down. And I feel like that was a little bit of a surprise that like, you know, because when you're in on day two or three and you're just exhausted and it's raining and nobody's eaten for a little while, you know, you, you can hit a little bit of a low at times, but then it just gets so much better once everyone gets, you know, yeah. used to what's actually happening. Well, there's a lot of people who only do three days and they go home on that low, hard day. That's <laughs> true. Because I do think that the third day is the day that you're, everyone's just tired. But if you do four and five days, then you kind of hit your stride and it is so much easier to do longer with little kids because you don't feel that pressure like we have to stay late we have to get there early we don't have time to stop and watch this show because you have time and so they want to go on and ride again then let's do it again you have time yeah I feel like the only other thing I can really think of that was surprise I love how good all the employees are that work there i mean they all seem to go so far out of their way to make it a good experience for you like one thing in particular one of the bubble wands ran out of batteries after a couple days and so i went to one of the little kiosks and i was like hey do you guys sell batteries here and she was like no we don't sell batteries but i might have some around here somewhere so she started digging through drawers of the kiosk and found a couple random batteries and found a screwdriver for us and replaced our bubble wand batteries for free and I thought that was so cool. Like right there, I was like, oh, I'll come back to Disneyland because you just went above and beyond to make that a cool experience. Because she didn't have to do that. All she had to do was say, sorry, we don't have batteries. Have a nice day. But so it's just so fun because it feels like everybody there is just so bought in to the idea of making it a good experience for everybody there. Yeah. Yep. I love that. Okay. What advice would you offer to parents planning their first trip to Disneyland with young kids? And don't say don't go. (laughs) Wait till they're older. No, I would not say that. Um, I was nervous about our, like taking our twins, Um, but it was so much fun. It really was so much fun with them. And even though, like I said, like we said at the beginning, we could have taken them to, uh, we could have taken them on a bus and they would have been like, this is Disneyland. It was so much fun to have them at actual Disneyland. 
And so it really was amazing. Have a stroller, have a really good stroller, you know, have the right expectations that tantrums are going to happen. You're, you know, your kid's probably going to wet their pants. Like Rory totally did. Did she? I didn't even know. She did. But I had, but we had extra pants and it was fine. And like, it wasn't a bit, you know, like, okay. Yeah. Well, and Jack tried to pee in the bushes once. Jack tried to pee in the bushes once. Like (laughs) it happens. Things happen. You know, you have the right expectations for your kids because our kids are three. And so they're going to act like they're three. Mm -hmm. You know, they can't act like, like they're six or seven or 10 or 15. Um, They're going to act like they're three. And so you just have the right expectations. And I would say over-prepare, right? I mean, over-prepare. I kept looking around at people that were just kind of felt like they were winging their day. Yeah. And like they had like flip-flops on and no backpack and it just like, they felt so underprepared yeah. for me, but like have a good backpack and just put yes. stuff in there that you're going to use, right? Lotion or, you know, hand sanitizer, mm-hmm. um, Dramamine, <laughs> Advil, yeah. things yeah. like that, that can help you throughout your day. Cause if you're overprepared, it's going to be a fun experience, right? If you go camping and you're not prepared to go camping, mm-hmm. you're going to hate camping, but if you're prepared, mm-hmm. it's going to be a fun experience. And so being prepared with all the stuff, whether it's rain gear or sunblock and yep. water, drill, I mean, just all these things make a difference. And what if you like never use anything in your backpack? It's like, okay, but you had it, you know, we had a roll of duct tape because what if we needed to like tape up one of like the rain coats, you know, and we didn't use it. We didn't need it once, mm-hmm. but like, what if we needed it? You know, yep. and that's okay that we didn't use it. That's fine. But we had it if we needed it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think having the right expectations, recognizing that your kids are going to act like kids and being so overprepared, it's ridiculous. Also having a sister-in-law who is a Disney genius never hurts. So getting one of those would help. It does help, huh? Or even like taking grandparents or long or an extra set of hands, I think can be helpful. That, like I said, three adults to the four kids was was a really great ratio. It was. I think it was day two. You leaned over to me and you're like, just so you know, we're never coming back to Disneyland without Melissa. And I I I said that and I mean it. (laughs) Well, good. I'm ready. I'm ready to go back. Good. So did you guys have any standout moments that were like highlights that you're like, yes, this is why we came to Disneyland on your trip? I think there's so many in it. You know, one thing that we loved is just all the quality time you spend with your kids, right? I mean, you just spend so much time with them where we even noticed, we were kind of talking the other night about like our 10 year old Lydia, even her behavior the week after we left Disneyland was even better after that because she had spent so much quality one-on-one time with us that like all of a sudden she was easier <laughs> to be around. She and, was, yeah. And, so that was, that was, you know, going back to the surprising question, but also just stand out, like just, Having that one-on-one time was mm-hmm. great. I personally liked, I kind of made it a mission this Disney trip to budget enough money to eat whatever I wanted to eat the entire trip. Mm-hmm. And that was really fun because we had the money budgeted and we just got to try all the random little things, whether it was the caramel yeah. popcorn or the Jack, you know, the Jack Jack or the num-num cookie. the num-num cookies yeah. or yeah. whatever it was. 
we tried it and I never said no because we already had that money set aside to buy random things. And that was just fun, like different kinds of churros. And that was kind of a highlight of just like, right. Can we do this? And it was like, yep, let's grab a cookie. Let's grab do this. And that was fun to try the different foods of Disney. Mm-hmm. That, it was fun to be able to say yes. I think that was just such a highlight of the trip. And we, that was kind of our goal, like you said, was to just budget and be careful enough leading up to the trip so that we could budget enough. And we've done Disney before where we need to budget, you know, while we're there in the park and we pack food in. And we've had an amazing time and it's, and our kids have had just as good of a time. You know, that is an amazing way to do Disney as well. And this time was so much fun to be able to say, yes, let's get another churro. Yes. Let's fill up that popcorn bucket again. Yes. Let's do that. That was, I feel like that was a highlight for us as parents to be able to say, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. That was that was like our highlight to be the yeah. yes parents this trip. Yes, that's fun. And the kids just loved it because there was no no's. It was just true. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very fun. Okay. So what are the chances of you going on another Disney trip in the near future? How, how near is near? How near is near? <laughs> the what Matt said about me saying I will only do Disney with Melissa is true. So <laughs> the chances of us going um, without you are zero. <laughs> we will only go with Mix and Some Magic because it was honestly so wonderful with you to have you, all your expertise and all of your knowledge and all that stuff. It's just, it's a strategy and you got to know Disney and it's just so much fun. We talked about how we feel like this Disney trip will be the hardest Disney trip. They're only going to get easier yeah. as our kids get older. Cause yeah. you know, having three-year-old twins, unless you have triplets, it probably doesn't get, <laughs> it can always get harder, but that's kind of the peak of, you know, just a really hard time for little kids. Yeah. So it's only going to get easier from here on out. And that last night that we were leaving the park, Lydia just kept asking, like, well, when are we coming back? Like, what's the plan? Like, when are we yeah. when are we gonna do this again? And I was like, Well, you know, Disneyland's expensive. We're like, hey, let us catch our breath. You know, uh-huh. taking six people to Disneyland, it costs a lot of money. So let's talk about this. And I said that out loud and I saw a woman in front of us turn around and smile at us because she heard what I said. I was like, Well, Disneyland, you know, it, it takes planning and you gotta prepare for it, and we can't just go whenever. But no, we would love to go back. And we asked him, we said, would you rather go back to Disney World or Disneyland? And I think both Lydia and Claire said they'd rather go back to Disneyland. Yeah. And what Claire even mentioned one time as we were walking, we were walking into Indiana Jones and we were talking about our Disney World trip we took a few years ago where Claire would, I guess she would have been five or six. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I, she's like, I've forgotten so much about that trip. And she looked at us and she said, I don't want to forget this trip. She said, how do I not forget this trip? Oh, that's so cute. And I was like, well, I was like, you're older now. And, you know, we'll look at pictures and we'll talk about it and things like that. And so I guess we'll plan our next trip whenever they start forgetting. (laughs) Forgetting this trip. (laughs) That trip. Maybe next year, maybe the year after. Who knows? Next time, it would be nice if the twins were 40 inches. Mm -hmm. Because then they could both do Big Thunder Mountain and Space Mountain and a lot of those bigger rides. So then there's nobody left behind. I mean, they couldn't do Indiana Jones or like Incredicoaster, but most of them they could do, which would be really fun. 
Rory's pretty sure, so we're gonna. She'll be the one. She'll be the caboose that we're waiting on. That's we'll have girl. to measure her every year mm-hmm. and see if she <laughs> when she gets up there. <laughs> Come on, Rory, eat your vegetables. Yeah. See you. Go yeah. to Disneyland. Get taller. Yep. <laughs> well, it was so fun. I can't wait to do it again. Us either. It'll be awesome. Thanks so much for coming and sharing all your wisdom with us because you guys have a lot. Yeah. yeah. We loved it. Well, it thank you. Perfect. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. See you. Thank you so much to Matt and Deidre for joining me today and talking all about having little kids at Disneyland. There's so much great information shared today, and I hope it will be helpful to you as you are planning your Disneyland vacation with your kids. That's all the time I have for today. Thanks so much for being here. You are absolutely the best. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and family and rate and leave a review if you haven't already. I will be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.